Hello and welcome to the Awakening of the Shardkeepers podcast, where we talk about all your favorite fan theories and other such things. I'm your host, Carrie, also known as K-Chan on the forums. I'm Ian, aka Weary Writer. Uh, I'm David, also known as Windrunner on the forums. I'm Eric, otherwise known as Chaos. And today we're going to be talking about Corrupted Investiture, specifically relating to Nightblood, as we have in an interview question with Brandon, but also as it relates to the Cosmere as a whole. Spoiler warning here, if you are not current with the Cosmere, you are probably going to get stuff ruined for you. So maybe go read the books and then come back and check us out then. Go read all the books. What could go wrong? They're okay. Read them again. Read them, so, read them all again. You cannot listen to this podcast unless you read all of them. Oh, wait. Just so, kidding. So Ian has a quote for us to lead yeah. us off. So this is from Blight Song um, in Odyssey Con from earlier this year. So his question was, how does Corrupted Investiture work like Nightblood? And Brandon's response was like, oh, Nightblood. Again, this is a definition of what somebody feels is a corruption. For instance, there are friend people would feel are corrupted, but that is a corruption where the mixing of shard, different shards has changed things. And I think a lot of times when people say corruption, people are meaning the mixing of shards' powers. The follow-up question was, so is there a mixing of shards' power with Nightblood? Brandon's re- Brandon responded with an, a raffo. That's the natural question. I'm glad you asked it. That's and crazy. That's the end of, yeah. that, that quote is just... There's so much to parse through this quote. Mm. For one thing, is Nightblood actually corrupted? Because Brandon has implied that people think Nightblood is corrupted, but that that might not actually be the case. Well, it's not so much that Nightblood is corrupted. It's the um, black smoke that he um, leaks is corrupted breath. And he has referred to that as corrupted breath. Yeah, like he does so in the annotations. Which yeah. I have, okay, from the annotation for chapter 51. Anyway, Nightblood is named for the smoke he leaks, and he originally had a different name when he was greeted. Vasher himself dubbed the sword Nightblood after he used it to kill the woman he loved. The blackness that leaks out is actually corrupted and consumed breaths, the one that Nightblood leeches off anyone who draws him. Oh, and to clear up a con misconception, because I see this around a lot, that is not that breath is not gone for forever. It's not lost because I think Brandon once said something that made it sound that way, but he has since confirmed that it just goes back into the pool eventually. It's not reducing the total amount of investiture in the cosmere. Yeah, right. It's basically what happens when you leave a hemorrhagic spike out outside of a body. The investiture leaks out and returns to the cosmere as a whole. Right. It's not like consumed as in destroyed it just mm-hmm. like the well of ascension it is still there and comes back realmatic thermodynamics anybody yeah, yeah. oh i can't yeah. wait until we learn more about that someday someday another we'll 10 know. 15 years there yeah <laughs> you, then, then, you know then we'll have stormlight four hey you uh, know somebody's gonna ask him for the equations oh, <laughs> if, uh-huh. if brandon actually uses actual equations well, <laughs> shout out to the red thread yeah, he, no, he they, has they, he has yeah. assistants do the math for him. Yeah. So like so, do the math so like cell doesn't turn out stupidly big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Shard's mixing power, we do know that Vasher was on Roshar before he created Nightblood. So that so, is oh go you go ahead. 
Well, now I'm wondering, like, was Vasher alone? Because technically, like, Shashara designed the process to create Nightblood. Did she go with him? Did, was she working off of information that he brought back? Yeah. I honestly feel like she probably would have gone with him, because I can't think of a really good reason that she wouldn't have been there, you know? Yeah. But there's not really a way to know. My question that I was curious about is uh, if this happened before he returned, or would that just be weird? Or is that just a stupid thing to wonder? I don't think I, it could happen before he returned because he yeah. doesn't then he wouldn't know anything it. about that. Yeah, he yeah, would, he yeah would I'm, I'm pretty sure like the reason like he was voyaging in the Cosmere was to look for a place like Roshar where investiture is easy to get because he's a return and consumes investiture and stuff. Yeah, well, that does beg. Oh, sorry, that does beg the question of why he ever came back. You know, that's if true. He found what he was looking for. That's true. That's true. Why would he leave? And did he come back empty-handed? Hmm. I I think so. My theory with this mixing of investitures is very simple: that maybe Vasher just came back with Stormlight. That's and, exactly what I was leading up to. Yeah, like that. That if if Nightblood is the result of a shards mixing together then oh vasher went there he got some stormlight he came back with it and fuse that in there um my question in response to that would be you know we've seen some mixed investor before in the spren you know obviously mostly honor and cultivation in there it seems to me that mixing endowment and honor maybe like the two shards together there's no reflection on the character of what's going to come out but nightblood is a pretty scary thing to come out of a mixture of honor and endowment so yeah, that's true. See, I'm not entirely sold on that because my personal theory is that Brandon gave us a tidbit to distract us from something else. I don't actually think Nightblood is mixing investiture. Um, but I think what Vasher brought back was knowledge of shard blades because. Brandon has said Nightblood was an attempt to recreate shard blades using a different system, namely Awakening. Right. So it, did, if he had Stormlight, then it wouldn't make sense. Did he say a different system or the wrong system? Because I remember somewhere him saying wrong, but I might be misremembering that. I, I that too. do not remember, but I can look, try and find that. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily count out stormlight being involved because i mean he obviously used breath that's not up for debate because it says directly that he used a thousand breaths but doesn't mean he couldn't have thrown some stormlight into the cooking pot as well and i know in the in the quotes we have pulled up here that they've mentioned people mixing materials into awakened creations Mm. so what if basher and shashara decided hey let's mix this in here and see what happens but for whatever reason like yeah for honor to mix in there and create this dark thing doesn't really make sense but we're doing it away from honor's influence on a completely separate planet that might have had something to do with it Mm -hmm. so yeah so with this idea of corruption uh the quote said oh this is uh the definition of what someone feels is a corruption and so he said oh well when people say corruption, they they might mean, oh, they're mixing Shard's power. So what other 
have we seen other things that do that? Uh, um, is this mixing? That that was one question that I, I had. I, I think the thing he was referring to was there's a quote from chapter four of Words of Radiance. It's one of Dalinar's visions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. It, the Pure Lake vision. So it's yeah. fine, Dalinar said, just worried. I mean, I don't even really know what we're looking for. A spren that doesn't act like it should, the man said. Keep your eyes open. Once Sia not touches a spren, it acts strange. Call attention to anything you see. That was good, now, that was good pronunciation. Yeah, uh-huh. thank you. <laughs> now we're pretty sure Sianat is one of the unmade, i.e. odium. So it's like, perhaps like the t- Sianat's touch injects some like odious investiture into this brain, causing those issues, making mm-hmm. it act strange. Sure. Are there any like other examples? Is that the only one we have? Because that's very interesting. I'm trying it, to think. I- so there wouldn't be anything on Scadriel. There's no splinters or anything like that floating around. Correct. Well, no, there true. are no splinters. Well, no, 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 no. So I was, I was thinking about something else that like corruption in that you know hemallergies mixing weird stuff. Yeah. So the like, I... go ahead. Like the hemallergic spikes of a coloss, you're kind of twisting preservation's power, right? Mm-hmm. In the hemallergic spike, and it's twisting and changing you. Maybe that would be considered a corruption. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'm going a little too far. There. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking more about the Vin's earring when she went into the well and how that didn't go super well for her. I that's think... true, but that was more of like just opposites, mm-hmm. not yeah. You know, well, they, it, they yeah, that's a stretch. Investiture interferes with other investiture, and since those are so diametrically opposed, that they're like taking that like interference to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting that he'd talk about this corruption, because corruption's so vague. Like, it's such a vague thing to say. It could imply corrupted as in poisoned, darkened, but also just as in corrupted data. It could be that there's nothing inherently, like, evil about it, just that it's a little bit borked up somehow. Yeah. Or a lot bit. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's really interesting to think about, that... I'm just, I'm just thinking about how uh, Nightblood, you know, those consumed breaths, even though we, sa- we said they're not actually consumed, as mm-hmm. in destroyed. Well, I don't but... think, like, I don't think he went consumed as in destroyed, but maybe, like, metabolized in some way. Oh, mm-hmm. right, yeah, so, like, right, of course. He's like, changing it in some manner to get something out of it, and it's right. like, so, like, the black smoke is just the waste material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they've they've been they've been corrupted in that their spiritual DNA, for example, might be just scrambled. Mm. Well, yeah. They used up a lot of the energy as well because you know it's you touch that sword to a wall and it makes like a ten foot square hole. So I mean, it's would it be a square a or would it be power. a circle? It's a circle. I was in like square footage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would be. Let's very talk about units, guys. Square. Let's talk about units. Let's definitely do that. Oh wait. Um. Yeah. So th- there's so few examples of corrupted investiture. So you you think this is all like just a red herring that Brandon Brandon's talking about this? Uh, I do. Ian? Like in in terms of Nightblood, yes, because he's been very because like 
um, it's like he's glad we asked the question and like that's the natural question. So he like he knew we, that was the question we were going to ask when he said that. So it's like I do think he directs us sometimes with the answers he chooses to give us. And he doesn't always direct us in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, that is true. To be fair, though, the fact that he said that somebody feels Nightblood is cor- as an example of corrupted invention. Inve- I can talk. Corrupted investiture implies that somebody, for example, the 17th Shard, has either seen an example of corrupted investiture somewhere else, or that they've seen other things that they're classifying as corrupted investiture, whether it is or not, which does make it significant regardless of whether Nightblood is actually corrupted. Well, when he's talking about the somebody who feels that, is he talking about somebody in the world or is he talking about the fans? Because like later on, it's like, I think there are a lot of times when people say corruption, people are meaning the mixing of shard powers, which I feel would be something like um, something to say about the fans not always knowing exactly what they're talking about and not always using the right terminology. That's true. I mean, we, we don't all know the terminology. Tell us, Brandon. <laughs> you should definitely tell us. Explain all of the terms. Explain all the terms. That'd be great. Um, Welcome to Shardcast, uh, the uh, vocabulary episode featuring Brandon Sanderson. Good thing Misha isn't here because she would not know how to pronounce anything or do any vocabulary properly. She'd be like, oh, what's that thing? And that other thing. I was like, that's not very helpful, Mish. Love you, Mish. <laughs> You're the best. What would we do without you? Other than pronouncing correctly. Uh, so moving on from that, talking about Nightblood and mixing things, we do have a couple really good examples of sort of how investiture plays with itself um, and with other types of investiture. I have a copy of Words of Radiance belonging to my fiance that is somewhere in my house after I moved. I will find it and upload a picture when I do. Um, where he asks, what would a golem powered by stormlight act like? Or what would it be like? And Brandon wrote in the book that it would be a lot like a returned. Hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. I think the natural question there is, like a returned in what way? Because it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't have any memories of it to forget because it's a golem. It wouldn't, would it be able to give up its life to heal someone? Would it just... Would it require probably additional energy is what I'm thinking, like consuming a breath once a week or something like that. Yeah. Or are we just a certain like, amount of stormlight. Yeah. Are we just considering like the sapience with the returned and re- requiring that extra like infusion of stormlight slash breath? Yeah, probably that. I mean, right. They are they are basically golems made from their former bodies, so mm. this is true. That's true. Yeah. Don't don't we have a quote on that for about Nightblood as well, about Sapiens? Yes. Uh, so this so this is from uh, chapter 51 in Warbreaker. Uh, and it, it goes like this. That was the great crux of the problem, the issue that had dominated most of Vasher's life. A thousand breaths. That was what it took to awaken an object of steel and give it sentience. Even Shashara hadn't fully understood the process, though she first had devised it. 
It took a person who reached the ninth heightening to awaken stone or steel. Even then, this process shouldn't have worked. It should have created an awakened object with no more of a mind than the tassels on his cloak. Nightblood should not be alive, and yet he was. So, that's very interesting that, oh, it shouldn't have worked anyway, right? Mm. Yeah, or... Do or we they know didn't... if they were intending to create something with sentience? I mean, oh, that that's actually... Because we know that Nightblood was intended to be... Um, wait, I quoted this already, didn't I? Um, that it was an attempt to create a shard blade. Right. We create a shard blade using a different system. Yeah. So... But do we know when they went to Roshar, would they have still seen the shard blades when they were alive? I think I... Both. We don't know exactly when the recreants happened, but Warbreaker yeah. happens between Hero of Ages and Bay of Kings. So it couldn't have been more than 600 years. Was a long time ago. Yeah, the recreants was yeah. long ago. So the... it, it has to have happened after the recreants. So yeah. like, all they would have seen were dead shark legs. Yeah. That's crazy, because this quote from Warbreaker makes it sound like their goal was to make it sentient. So That was always they... my impression, too. Yeah, well, yeah, which, thinking about it now, it's like, wait, if they got that info from Roshar, what? Well, how long ago did this happen? How long ago was Nightblood made? About oh, the time true. of the Many War, I think. I think just before the Many War, yeah. And that was, that was like 300 like... years before? That was 300 oh. years before Warbreaker. Mm -hmm. It so. might have even been a, during the... Um, Though many more. Um, I think it was just before. I wrote just the Many before. War article. Okay. So That's I'm true. pretty sure that was one of the. Let's see. Because um, later on. Oh, no, it was during the process of the Many War. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like. Um, yes, Steele's invention of her alcohol was one of the things that um, sparked the Many War. And. Mm -hmm. It, it says Shashar was had been spurred on by the knowledge that she'd been shown up by Yesteel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so that means they must have gone to Roshar before before that, right? At least Vasher yeah. and Shashara probably. Yeah. If yeah. Say Shashara, so. you know, invented the process, then then they did yeah. that before. But I feel like she definitely was there. But they they've they were returned for a long time, even before the Many War, right? I don't think we know exactly when they returned. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, he. I'm trying to think because Vasher returned a long time ago. I thought because I'm pretty sure he was given his name by the cult of the returned, which was right way way back. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not but sure was, how that it was falls. Still not, it was still like centuries and not millennia, right? Not millennia, no. Yeah, because. The first the return only was only yeah. like six hundred years ago, I think. Yeah, right. So, on Roshar, the recreance is well over a thousand years ago. Easily, is it? Isn't it? I have. No I idea. think so. Um, um, I think we have. I actually have the event that took place. We have the word of Brandon on that. So, oh, do let's we? See. Yeah. It's um, like between a thousand and two thousand years ago is how I feel okay. like the recreance goes. 
So this is from the Chicago signing in February 2015, I think. And so it was a conversation between Arjun and Brandon about like the timing of the recreants. So it's um, Brandon didn't give a definite answer because he didn't have the timeline on him. So right. uh, let's see. So he said like, the recreance is more recent than late in terms of like thinking about the prelude, but it's it's not like it was three hundred years ago. Um, the hierarchy happened after, and like the hierarchy was like five or six hundred years ago. Yeah. So it, it was really? be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, like I've that's got. Older. Yeah. Oh. No. Hierarchy is five or six hundred years ago. I've got it at. 673 circa on the article I'm working on for it. Interesting. Oh, really? Whoa. Oh, that's interesting. Which I think is good because it makes more sense for a lot of the things that we see in Words of Radiance that they're slowly figuring out but have mostly been forgotten because it was so very long ago. So yeah. is that zero year the recreance? Uh, Peter will no. not tell us. And it's not, I don't think. We were assuming... Oh. Yeah. Well, just because they're not telling us, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not. But, I mean, it doesn't mean that it is either, of course. It, could, it very well could be. He, yeah, because I remember we were trying to call it the Era of Solitude, and he said it's not the beginning of the Era of Solitude. And we're like, okay, yeah, what is yeah. it? And then, Yeah, because the Era of Solitude's when uh, the, the Heralds left. Yeah. yeah. I was never happy with that, so I was very happy that Peter said that, but annoyed that he didn't give us what the calendar was actually called. Well, it was so, a year, 1173, in the era of solitude, but oh well. So, in other words, if the hierarchy is 600 years before, and Warbreaker is before Way of Kings, mm-hmm. and the yes. Many War is 300 years before that, so it could line up that Vasher and Shashara were there during the hierarchy, if not a bit before, and maybe before the Recreants. It's yeah. not impossible, but it more around the hierarchy. By it sounds like, by yeah, that estimation. I'd uh, be very surprised if they were around on Roshar before the recreants. Yeah, although Which it is, is interesting. It is possible that since it was five or six hundred years ago, there was more knowledge of how shard blades used to work back then. So they heard legends about swords that could think or speak or something like that. See, I, I don't assume think, from there. I don't think the common people ever knew what shard blades were. I don't think so. Because like they didn't immediately know to add like the gemstones to so they they could bond. Like that's they, not intuitive common, though. Well, yeah, but uh, what's possible trying to say? It's possible like, that they also may have heard somebody talking to their sword at some point and you know, sort of misunderstood the nature of what was going on there. Because mm-hmm. I think you do see in that same uh, chapter that we read earlier from Words of Radiance, uh, Dallar yeah. mentions that the knight is talking to something that doesn't seem to be there. And yeah. so at the very least, people would know that something True. odd is going on. Yeah. You know, because people don't be miss why, that sort of thing. That could be just why they thought, oh, yeah, the Radiance, they're going crazy. It's like, yeah. no, they're not. They're talking to their friend. Why would yeah. they hide that, though? I just don't understand that, that aspect. Well, I don't think they were hiding that they had Spren. Dalinar didn't know what was going on because, like, he doesn't know how the Knight's Radiant worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fine. like, yeah. But 
I think I don't think Spren becoming Shardblades was common knowledge. It's because it's like the Spren don't even tell like the proto radiance we see that they oh oh if you get to this rank you you can turn me into a shard blade. That's fair. It's so it's like if the, the proto know. I I think they know <laughs> to filter out the the shady people. I'm guessing like oh I'll just say this oath so I can get a magic sword and then they break their oath because they're a dick and the spren dies. They don't want yeah. that. Oh yeah, that that's true. Yeah. Ah, uh, so okay, that was a really long tangent uh, about a time. <laughs> Let's talk about, about the timeline. Well, we're I, I was yeah. referring to like. How did Shashara and Vasher want to create something that was, you know, sentient? Mm-hmm. Like that, that, was, that clearly was their goal. It and, could have just been... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to bring up this other quote that uh, Brandon says that Nightblood's insanely difficult to create. Really difficult to create. Which, I don't know... From that Warbreaker quote, yeah, it seemed hard, and they don't fully understand how it worked, but a thousand breaths isn't really that much when you compare it to the Ninth Heightening, which is like 20,000 breaths. Mm -hmm. And so Brandon's also said that Nightblood's one of the most invested objects, period. Yeah. It's like, it's just a thousand breaths? Is it? Like, that's... That's strange to me, because it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it's not the same as Susabran being like, "Yo, I'm gonna awaken the best tassel ever with all of my stuff." Like, yeah, like wouldn't that be more awakened, but uh, more invested? Apparently not. Or yeah, just it... Susabran himself being more invested. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're, I guess we're talking about objects here, right? But, and yeah. Brandon has said that Nightblood is magnitudes more invested than a Shardblade, and Shardblades are literally a splinter. So oh, wait, well, 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 yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. Spren are splinters. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's the, basically the physical form and it's, um, and Brandon has said that the metal that makes up shard blades is basically atium from a different God. Wait, what? So, oh yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Okay. It, it's yeah. like. I'll link you to the quote. Oh, God. man. Are shardblades made out of Atium? Shardblades are not, but it is the same thing from a different planet. It's made out of the god's body. Oh, okay. So, like, cool. Tanavastium. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's a really cool-sounding name, just saying. I know. Oh, yeah. I love that word. Much better than Harmonium. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Tr- oh. How to trigger Ian in one simple step. <laughs> Say Harmonium. Uh, it's just so bad (laughs) this honestly makes me wonder while ian's getting that quote uh sourced for us did in in figuring out how to make nightblood because they're implying that there's a very complex process going on here that we didn't get to see did shashara and possibly vasher as well discover a way to compound breath is compounding Mm unique to Skadriel, or are there versions of it that exist elsewhere? Huh. So, compounding is you mixing two magic systems and keying that investiture 
and burning it as if it was allomantic. And so that question is interesting because... They went to Roshar. Yeah, but I mean, just because you have... Oh, man. Wait a minute here. Let me think about this a second. So if they went to Roshar, would awakening with Stormlight kind of be considered compounding? It's not really like a magic system, though. It's not the same sort of exact thing as Alamancy and Ferrochemy. Because Mm. compounding is a hack. It's basically powering and turning an end-neutral system into an end-positive system. Uh, Welcome to the theory podcast where we hurt our brains trying to think about, like, what? Let's wrap our heads around all these things. Okay, and I did get that um, word of Brendan into the Google Doc. Oh, cool. We we do prepare for this. Some, oh, a bit Obviously early. not yeah. enough. <laughs> We're, well, there's I mean, always going to be stuff yeah. that comes up. That's true. It's like, hey, what about this thing? Yeah. And interestingly, all of these words yeah, of Brendan are from the same signing. Which is, we are getting a so lot of mileage out of that. Yeah. It, a lot of mileage. Um, yeah. So my question when it comes to Nightblood and like his pures. Oh. Oh, you go ahead. Okay, I wasn't sure. Um, when it comes to Nightblood, if we know he's obviously more powerful than a Shard Blade, but where does he stack up next to an Honor Blade? You know, is that something that That's could true. is on the same order of magnitude, or is it still beneath Nightblood's power? Because I feel like those should be approximately the same, but so because the like they them. do both require investiture, yeah, to like function. Mm-hmm. They're actually pretty yeah. similar. They're very, so, like, oh, dude, no, they're super. Have similar. we ever? Did we ever see Seth run out of Stormlight while wielding his Honor Blade? I don't believe so. I think he got close. Because, like, we know what happens when, like, you run out of breath when holding Nightblood. What happens when you run out of Stormlight while wielding an Honor Blade? So the Honor Blade is different from, like, a Herald wielding it versus a normal person. Yeah. So That's the a Honor Blade. question seem a bit different from Nightblood, because Nightblood doesn't grant you abilities, right? Honor Blades grant you abilities. Yeah. Shard Blades yeah. don't... Having a Shard Blade doesn't grant you an ability. Well, I mean... Not intrinsically. I mean, yeah, the, really, the Shard Blades existing is because you already had this link, right? But, like, you know what yeah. I'm ta- saying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Honor Blades are, like, more special than Nightblade, maybe in that regard... Because Nightblood mm-hmm. doesn't give you additional abilities other than destroying stuff really well. Yeah, but they're also not sapient either. So that we know. Like also, that's true, and that and that and sapience is a sign of a lot of investiture, right? Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah. That yeah. hey, returned. It's this pa- really powerful breath, kind of bringing you back to life, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the way I think of the honor blades, this is just my own personal thought. There's no real thing backing it up. Is that they act sort of like a non-invasive hemologic spike, and that when you bond to them, they bond that Windrunner ability onto your spirit web. They bond, you know, whatever, and that's essentially how that functions. Yeah, that but, makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Here's another random question for the roundtable. Do we ever have confirmation that Nightblood is made from 1,000 normal breaths? Or could Nightblood have been made from 1,000 return breaths? Oh... I don't think that's we a have a whole lot harder to come across. True. Yeah. How and would I, Vasher have even gotten that many? 
Yeah. That's the thing. And I do believe Brennan has said that you can awaken with divine breaths. Mm-hmm. But, oh, wow. It's just harder. That's creepy. Yeah. That, mm, that's, yeah, that's creepy. Thinking about how would that even happen? That would take forever. Yeah. But they not... do say that it was ridiculously hard. It was ridiculously hard and it's ridiculously invested. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a well, scary thing to do to put a thousand divine breaths that you've been gradually building up over you know however long into this sort of not knowing if it would work but that's a pretty big gamble one yeah. thing and that it's I'm like think- oh go ahead yeah and 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 if that was the case like endowment would know what they were doing so like does that imply a certain sent certain amount of tacit approval of what they were doing because like if endowment didn't want them to do what they were doing she pro- she could have like stopped sending returned in their general vicinity or something mm-hmm. or, or does, like, or does she have like, a oh, there we go again go ahead okay yeah that just gets into the question of like how much endowment has been warped by its intent and how much control it would have over and also its rationale over who how they choose the returned essentially yeah, which we still know next to nothing about. Absolutely nothing. Because for one thing, we don't even know how much of an interventionist uh, policy endowment has other than bringing the returned back. And also, technically, they are endowing Nightblood with a thousand breaths of some true. variety. Yeah. Very true. <clears throat> one, mm. one thing that I'm thinking about, going back to Tanavastium or whatever, <laughs> right? Oof. Which is still awesome sounding. Brandon, definitely use that, please. That'd be great. Um, is what if, like, Nightblood is not necessarily made of regular steel, right? What if they brought some of this substance? And oh, like that's how... they, they brought a shard blade and awakened it? Oh, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking that they got, like, some Tanavastium or whatever. But yeah, yeah what because, if they just stole a shard blade? That's because true too. I have something. Could you awaken a shard blade? Uh, yes, but it would be really hard, theoretically possible. And so, like right below that in my Google Doc, it there was a question about uplifting um, animals using investiture, and it was like uplift uplifting isn't quite as impossible as I might have implied. It would be easier, say, than making Nightblood. But of course, night making Nightblood was very hard. So. So. So I personally don't think Nightblood was made from a shard blade. But, but if it was, it would be very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. If if Brandon was like, yeah, Nightblood was a shard blade long ago, and, and then it's like, yeah, it was really hard to make because it was actually a shard blade. Because Vasher and Shashara, they wouldn't they wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, well, didn't doesn't Nightblood have a different aesthetic than the shard blades? Mm-hmm, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, so they would have yeah. had to have reforged it. It's still possible, but they would have either like maybe tried to alloy it with something else, or just done whatever they wanted to. To the shape of it and then awakened it yeah, and you can even reforge that because what i was thinking was just that they got some tanavastium and maybe mixed it with steel or something and you know that was like the special sauce that made it work or something i don't know 
Yeah. Uh, yeah I want to know more exactly what the process was that they used because it seems like there was more than just having breath and having a command, which is what yeah. you usually need for awakening. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. what other steps were there to do? Yeah. Circling back to the whole Tanavastium thing, Eric, uh, I seem to remember in Words of Radiance, the actual Oathgate itself, at least part of it, is comprised of a metal that Shalon believes to be the same as a shard blade based on her. Whoa. Oh, that is of it. Oh. I don't know how that could also be a spren because it is a favorial, but we don't know anything about how the old favorials work. But they're it's not exclusive to shard blades, that material exists elsewhere. You guys pronounce things so weird, but no, that's Fabrial. crazy. Fabrial, yeah, absolutely. It's a favorial, it's like fabric recreants, recreants, not recreants. They're not yeah. fabrial. For... Okay, okay, I- I'm pounding the gavel here. So, where, okay. where, where are they? getting tanavastium if they did just happen to happen upon a chunk of it somehow stealing it from oath gates like it would have been easier to find in the in like the early hierocracy right or before slightly before the hierocracy if that's where we're estimating that time to be like mm-hmm. all the stuff yeah. wouldn't be so hard to find because the hierocracy obfuscated all of this but where right? so are, would they just walk up to an oath gate and like with a torch and melt them <laughs> off. Um, yeah, that's the question. Yeah, see, like, I, I'm just not sold on that. It's easier to believe that if Nightblood has any amount of Tanavastium in him at all, that they picked up a dead shard blade and brought it back with them. That's, yeah, absolutely. Or a piece yeah. of a broken oath gate if they can break. Or I was they, just could, a, yeah. they could get a shard blade. If they were on Roshar and they desperately wanted one, they could get one. Yeah, but if if they're using a shard blade as the baseline, that kind of under that kind of undercuts the whole idea that they were trying to recreate a shard blade. If they already have one, they're just messing around with more. Because Brandon has called it a miscreated shard blade. They were trying to replicate a shard blade. So and, if they were, Brandon, if they had a shard blade in hand, that doesn't really make sense for them to try to replicate it. If they're going to just use the shard blade as the base, it's like, yo, we got a shard blade. Yeah. yeah, and Brennan has described robot, uh, not robot, Nightblood as a robot spren, not a zombie spren. Hmm. So yeah, so it's like art, an artificial, artificially created thing. Yeah. One, one thing that I'm thinking about, still staring at that Warbreaker quote, is that when you have awakened things, you can take the investiture, you can take the breaths back out. Nightblood, you can't do that though. That. That seems like a pretty key distinction, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like in the forging of this, the difference is that they invested it to the steel or whatever it, the substance this is uh, in such a way that it was a permanent thing. Probably. Than... I'm going to go out of limb and guess that it's probably related to Sapiens. Because yeah. Nightblood awakened to sapience, you yeah. can't get the breath out. Yeah, I was yeah, about absolutely. to say that. Like the identity, because like identity is tied into like being able to take breath out of thing. It's like it's keyed to you, but like right. now that breath is keyed to Nightblood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so that that's kind of the central thing, perhaps, is that hey, in or it's, sentience it, or what one way or another. Those things are very related in this question of, hey, it actually worked. It's sentient. Yeah. 
and it maybe not so much it's key to a uh, nightblood but it is nightblood like right. nightblood is the investiture like you can't like take back like the intrinsic his soul so to speak yep it's 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 like a midi shard's intent that's what commands are right mm-hmm. it's just, yeah it's destroy evil imbued into a thing it is that thing mm-hmm. only it never was you know a human so it was just created like that which um. but which is very interesting to think about because like at the end of that quote from Warbreaker, it's like, how was an object of steel, an object that was so removed from life that it would find the experience of living strange and alien, supposed to understand what evil was? Yep. But the investiture he was made of was a part of a human at some point. That's true. So does did that help give him like a baseline to start working on figuring it out? Oh man. We need Nightblood book. We yeah. do. That's true. Another wrinkle that I think is going to be introduced in Nightblood, something that I think is either at the very end of Warbreaker or is mentioned in a quote, is that uh, Archdale's brother, Yesteel, or Yesteel, knows how to, they believe that he knows how to create more swords like Nightblood. So that begs the yeah. question oh, does he no. have more of that material? Does he just, is it, or is it just a process if we're bringing material in from somewhere else? You know? Yeah, in or did they come to Roshar with them? Did the mm-hmm. five scholars go there? Yeah. Road trip. <laughs> Road trip through Shadesmar. I'm sorry, the cognitive realm, Ian. Thank sorry. you. <laughs> <sighs> I think you lost I... that fight, man. <laughs> I think you did. Oh, no, I know I lost that fight. Um, but we're not talking about that until next episode. So the, the other... So one other thing I'm thinking about is... Vasher and Shashara, well, Vasher at least, would have been at like the ninth or tenth heightening for this process, right? Well, possibly I, both it, of them. Shashara, because I think Shashara actually did the awakening. Oh, I guess it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because Vasher gave all those breaths, that was the gift, that it was all those breaths. So he had those breaths at some point, right? Yeah. So why did he only use a thousand for Nightblood? You know that that's that's why I, I just can't because wrap my head around it. I how think it's so that invested. was the right amount of breath. Like re- awakening, like takes a certain amount of breath depending yeah. on the command and like how close an object is to being shaped like a human. So it's like a thousand breath is what it took to awaken a sword using the command destroy evil. But I don't if think he's... there was an option to like stick more breath into it that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I still sort of like the idea of divine breaths being involved because Vasher is remarking on, oh, a thousand regular breaths should have awakened it to normal awakening status, right? Like it should have just been a mindless robot. Uh, um, but if they did something differently, say with divine breaths, or at least having a couple of them mixed in there. Yeah. Suddenly mm-hmm. things are different. And that would account for the massively increased investiture as well okay. as the sapience, because the returned yeah. themselves are invested with divine breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe the mixing is just 
you're mixing regular breaths with divine breaths and it's like it's kind of a little weird that we're overriding with the soul that is in that divine breath with this other command mm-hmm. eh? Eh? yeah um my crack theory that i've been thinking about since we started talking about this is like what if they didn't expect nightblood to be sentient what if like that was a because um vasher says like it shouldn't have awakened to sentience like so like what if it that was not the plan because like we know that they were trying to recreate a shard blade but they wouldn't have known that like shard blades are alive or that they were alive at some point so like yeah they went they copied a dead shard blade but it ended up being alive first because it can't something can't die without being alive first like so basically that... like dead um shard blades are broken to a certain extent so like they made a fixed version sort of though brandon has said that Nightblood is kind of a broken shard blade, so I don't know how that works out. Well, that just comes back to the question of how much did they know of the shard blades, right? Like, yeah, how, how much did they know? Because that, again, that quote, they, they, it, it seems like they knew that that command would create a personality. Like, it, that's that's how it reads, right? Yeah, the impression um, I always got, and like it's been a lot of I've read Warbreaker, is that it, yeah, the they were they part, knew. Should we should we should we read should we read the 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 rest the rest of it I guess we've read bits and pieces of it so I'll read the entire quote once more okay. so okay all right all right yeah let, let, let's do it let's let's hear the whole thing okay that was the great crux of the problem the issue that had dominated most of Vasher's life a thousand press that was what it took to awaken an object of steel and give it sentience even Shashara hadn't fully understood the process though she had first devised it. It took a person who had reached the ninth tightening to awaken stone or steel. Even then, this process shouldn't have worked. It should have created an object with no more of a mind than tassels on his cloak. Nightblood should not be alive, and yet he was. Shashara had always been the most talented of them, far more capable than, than Vasher himself, who had used tricks, like encasing bones and steel or stone to make his creations. Shashara had been spurred on by the knowledge that she'd been shown up by Yestiel in the development of Icar alcohol. She had studied, experimented, practiced, and she'd done it. She'd learned to forge the breath of a thousand people into a piece of steel, awaken it to sentience, and give it a command. That single command took on immense power, providing a foundation for the personality of the object awakened. With With Nightblood, she and Vasher had spent much time and thought then finally chosen a simple yet elegant command, destroy evil. It had seemed like such a perfect, logical choice. There was only one problem, something neither of them had foreseen. How was an object of steel, an object that was so removed from life that it would find the experience of living strange and alien, supposed to understand what evil was? Okay, that was good to hear that again. Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds to me like pretty clear that they knew they were going to get something sentient out of it. Yeah. Well, that there was are parts of it. Goal. That, I think there are parts of it that could be read as the opposite, but like it's not entirely clear. Parts of it imply, but but yes, parts of it do imply they were trying to get something sentient. 
she was experimenting and practicing to do that thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And had done it for a long time. Well, mm -hmm. I guess not that long, but during the And they picked work. a specific command that they wanted to be the center of this personality. I mean, I don't know. It reads to me pretty unambiguous. But... Ugh, that's... I did say it was a crack theory, so... Yeah. Yeah. So they knew that it... Sh they knew that they wanted to create sentience, yet they're surprised that it worked. Yeah. Or at least mm -hmm. Vasher is, because he was not as talented and just used tricks to make his stuff. But I guess Shashara... Mm -hmm. Only Shashara would know, I suppose. Yeah. Because I think we're missing, in my mind, essentially part of the command because one of the things I took from Warbreaker is that the verbal part is secondary to exactly what she was visualizing in that moment yeah. when she created our yeah. blade or night blood. So if only somebody had was. killed her, we could ask her exactly what she was <laughs> thinking. Well, I mean, it was it was kind of important. Yeah. If, I, I think details, we would have bigger details. problems. We would yeah, if these are so highly invested that, like this, Nightblood is one of the more most important single objects here. If it's so invested and so difficult to make, that uh, that's that that would be scary. So th thanks, Vasher. Thanks, thanks for getting on top of that. I guess. Maybe you should ask please next time. If you're like, please do not create another one of these. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they were pretty messed up. They've lived they lived a long time. Right, need some counseling. Oh well. So how much how much would yeast yeastiel know? Like what? How much would he know he, about it? I have no idea. I don't know why he'd know anything. But is well, the book Nightblood just supposed to be like, hey, Vasher doesn't really know how this works, so now let's go see what yeastiel was experimenting, and that's like the central magical mystery of that book. Maybe it is. Well, I think that in the the birth I, of returned, you know. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah. I I think the crux of Nightblood the book was like Vasher and Vivenna like dealing with the fact that Yestiel knows about how to create awakened swords like Nightblood, and like that there's another many war brewing, and so like mm -hmm. kind of avert that. Yeah, which which probably I don't know. I would assume that that would involve Yisteel going to Roshara, right? Well, could could be because they, they were all co-workers to a certain extent. Um, though I think at that point they had already splintered. Mm -hmm. So it's like I I do wonder how Yisteel found out about Shashara's process. Unless, yeah, like, Vasher he would just have destroyed stole any notes. Yeah. <laughs> Vasher would have destroyed everything about it. As mm. soon as he could. Yeah. Because like I don't think he could have destroyed it before Shashara was before he killed Shashara. So if like Yes, she might have Because I don't think Nightblood was like used immediately. Like no, I think he wasn't. So it's like Shashara maybe bragged about what she had done. And so, like, Yestiel stole some notes, and then Shashara used used Nightblood, and Vasher killed her, and destroyed the notes. 
but yes deal got yeah, there but first it's been 100 years we haven't seen yes deal for like 300 years since the many war or sorry yeah. since the end of the many war excuse but me. maybe whatever he got a hold of if he did get a hold of something was incomplete so he has clues but still yeah. has to sort of recreate the process if that's what he mm-hmm. wants to do and there's also like the motive like he may know but he hasn't had reason enough to do it yet Oh, dude, maybe the end of the Nightblood, the book, is a Shardblade, or not a Shardblade duel, but like a Nightblood versus Nightblood 2.0. They're fighting with that. Yeah. Huh. And it's I would like, be in. And like, Shashar and Basher were like trying to be idealistic and benevolent when creating Nightblood. Oh, would yes you'll feel the same way like oh great he could Let's be like way, way more creative with coming up with a command murder vasher <laughs> kill vasher in particular kill everyone i was gonna say yeah kill vasher kill is kind of a foes. waste of a command kill <laughs> my foes would be so scary oh geez Mm. Yeah, but what's my foes? Then, then exactly. like, you'd get that problem with, you know, what does it know? Well, it's the us? same thing that, like, destroy evil. Like, the sword would figure it out. Oh, mm. good. What could the, go wrong? The sword so, would like, figure it out. Anyone that, like, oh, I'm being swung towards that person, that must mean they're a foe. Destroy them. Exactly, and destroy evil has a much more benevolent intent to it, which is why I think Nightblood is kind of eager. Like, hey, is this evil? Like, can I destroy it for you? Versus destroy my foes, which is very angry and aggressive. Yeah, and... that, that visualization like, of like I'm like so scared right now. Like, I don't want to see that happen. Like, you thought Odium would be bad. Let's let's give Nail uh that that shard blade or that oh, that Nightblood. Let's do that. What could go wrong? Let's do it. Let's give uh that one guy. I don't I don't know where I'm going with it, but like you could you could give that blade to some very scary people. Let's give it to Amaram. What could go wrong? He seems he seems like a fine chap. No, because like Amaram like is a sick twisted man, but like he honestly thinks he's a good person. I guess it's true. Which is got to think of way more uh Those are... people. Those are sometimes the scariest ones, though. Oh, no, they are definitely the scariest ones. Like, like, Sidious would oh, be yeah. scary with, like, the, or, like, most of the Alethi, to be honest, would be <laughs> scary, terrifying with. Give it to Diloph. We oh, found the right person. Oh. There we go. Oh, oh boy. Who's the oh, most oh, hateful oh. person other than, you know, Odium in the his directing? Diloph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. I'm so glad Diloph is dead. <laughs> yeah. What does she think? Until he comes back with a divine breath. I don't know. No, that's not. that. Don't do that, Brandon. You've brought too many people back to life. Stop it. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's passed into the beyond by now, so. Good. That that ship has Good. sailed. Good. Although he had a lot of investiture. He was a he was a monk with all those crazy bone stuff, so he's just hanging around. Yeah, but he also, also would have shown up into the cellish cognitive realm with the door like right there Ooh, yeah <laughs> like yeah you can't survive that without precautions no apparently <laughs> not um yeah man this this 
I don't know if we've come up with answers. I think my head actually just hurts more now. We've well, come up we with say, more. Yeah. Did we ever say we were actually going to come up with answers? Exactly. This is ever. a theory podcast. We're if we exploring. don't come up with more questions than we started with, we're doing it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just, oh man, there's there's so much here. But I th- I think it's all comes down to how much did Vasher and Shashar know from Roshar? That's, yeah. that's when the did they key. go? When did they go? How much do they know? Because that's the key to Nightblood. And like, I don't think we're going to get that answer until Brandon might say, um, "Warbreaker secret history." Like twenty years from now. Oh boy! <laughs> now I'm just sad. <laughs> I want to know. I'm so sad. It's like as much as we joke about Brandon writing super fast, there's always more that we want him to write. Well, yeah, it's it's a good thing that he and all of us will be around for a very long time so we can figure it out. Yeah. With oh, regular yeah. podcasts, perhaps. <laughs> really? Why would we do something like that? One yeah. of these days. I mean, you never know. We might have another episode soon. I think we're thinking like monthly, you know? Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll definitely have some stuff to talk about with Arcanum Unbounded. So that, that oh, yeah. will definitely be a Absolutely. Thing. I can't wait. I can't wait. So we'll, we'll, we'll see that. And speaking of which, we will see you next time for that podcast. In the meantime, hit us up in the on the forums to talk about what you've heard. If you have any own ideas or any quotes that this podcast brought to mind, please share them with us. We would love to discuss them with you. And we will see you next time. Caw.